After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages. This is the podcast where we talk about television commercials. We talk about good ones, we talk about bad ones, and we talk about ones where people say weird shit like this. Wondering how mommy and daddy keep it fresh? My name's Andrew Walsh, and I'm here with Genevieve Has. She loves it when I refer to us as mommy and daddy, don't you? <laughs> Luckily, we are not mommy and daddy, so there's almost no, never a reason not. to call us that. Uh, do you know we are not the type to call ourselves pet parents. No, we are, no, we are not. Um, do you know Did what... you talk to the fur babies? Do you know what commercial that's from, by the way? I I'm don't. I don't recognize to, it. Um, this commercial, I actually wanted to share this with you. Let me see if the, I have a way of uh, calling this up here without ruining the audio. It is from this. Uh, I saw this was written up in various places, and I never watched it until right before the show today. It's for Sling TV, which is like one of those cable cutting kind of things. Um, and this one features two of our favorite people, Megan Mullally, who's the... Um, architect of this drop. Wondering how mommy and daddy keep it fresh. And Nick Offerman, her real life husband. And in this, for Sling TV, they play a couple of slingers. Wondering how mommy and daddy keep it fresh. We're slingers. You heard that right, boss. We sling. Hey, kids. Want to sling with us? The freedom is exhilarating. (laughs) Nick, Megan. Hey, we talked about this, right? I remember. Okay, thank you. Folks, we've got a big couch that will fit all four of us. We could beanbag it if that's more your jazz. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sling TV is a live TV. We could love. beanbag it if it's more your jazz. They are a famously sort of dirty couple. They, they like they. Wonderful. They're so wonderful, and they are they are a, they are delight in real life. And as um, ex husband and wife from Parks and Recreation, where she plays this just filthy, depraved librarian who plays his ex wife. Um, I think they were so smart to get them as a couple. I wonder if they're just like, I mean, if I had a, if I was starting an advertising campaign, you'd be like, well, can we get Malali and Offerman? Well, and particularly for the Sling uh, product, because their whole campaign, we did a show on double entendres, and I don't remember if we just hadn't seen this one or if it wasn't out yet. I think it's brand new this week. Um, well, this one is. I, I, there's another one where there's a some anonymous people talking about being slingers at uh, a party, and they, everyone mishears them and thinks they're saying swingers. And that's not the. It's not Malali. No, oh, it's okay. it's some unknowns. Oh, um, and so, yeah, the the whole campaign around sling is playing on this idea that it sounds like swingers. Right. Right. Anyway, um, yeah, I love that ad. I hope that they use them. I hope that they're not just like one commercial in a campaign that doesn't use them. I hope they use them more because they're. Just delightful. Anyway, speaking of voices, by the way, that's a big part of today's show, right? I didn't really prep today's show. You did. And you're going to quiz me on the thing that I do best, which is identify actors and actresses' voices. Yeah, so you like to claim that you have a special superpower of identifying voices. And we're we're never watching uh, an animated show or something where you aren't trying to guess who you're hearing in the show. Because now Mm -hmm. it's kind of, you know, now it's kind of a a trendy thing if you're a quasi-big star or even a pretty huge star to do a voice, like do a guest spot on Bob's Burgers or something. Yeah, or like Bojack. Speak- I was watching Bojack the other day, and they it's just loaded with people. You know, absolutely, yeah. Um, and so you you always claim you can tell. Uh, you somewhat famously said that you thought um John Hamm was doing Army Hammer's voice. Yes. In uh, 
uh, sorry to bother you. Which it turns out he was. Did it's... you get that article? <laughs> the meaning no, to send it around. Your, your medium, <laughs> your piece on medium. Right. Um, so I've got five, I've got five uh, commercials that I don't think you've even seen, or if you've seen them, it hasn't been one that we've talked about you recognizing the voice. I think these are kind, some of these are kind of tricky. A few of them I think you'll nail right away, but I'm interested to see if you get it. All right. And by the way, we have a couple of new tools to help us through that. Thanks to, we were talking about this on the show, right? I I think I said on this show that I wanted to get a real bell. Yes. Instead of, uh, instead of my just, you know, fake digital bell. And what did I say when, when I said, when you say we should get a bell? I, I can't remember. I said, I'm going to steal a bell. Oh, you said I'm going to... St- is that how this whole thing started? Yes. Okay, so you said I'm going to steal one and <laughs> I then... I have a bell. Steal a bell. <laughs> steal a bell. And then Barry, uh, I call him Broadcast Barry from our, our friend Barry who runs Broadcast Coffee here in town. He set you up with one? He so. overheard... Yeah, he overheard it like he was eavesdropping. No, I assume he listened to the podcast. Thank you, Barry. Um, and when I saw him next, he said... I've ordered a bell. I'm going to leave it at broadcast. I go there every, he knows I go there every morning for my coffee. They're super nice. And he's not usually there. No, he's never there. Yeah, he's not. That's never, I never run into him at that time. But I know the baristas are super nice. They always know my order. Um, And I was in there the other day after I'd had this conversation with Barry. And I've already placed my order and I'm just kind of waiting for it. And I see kind of off to the side in front of the, um, the espresso machine, this little silver bell like Mm -hmm. a you know like a hotel desk bell and i went up to the (laughs) i didn't i didn't just swipe or i call it a salamanca bell (laughs) um i did not have it in me to just take it i mean i knew it was mine but i just had this i like because did you say this he said he told you i bought a bell i'm gonna leave it out and you're supposed to come by the coffee shop and just steal it but he didn't exactly spell out like what that was supposed to look like so I went up and to And you're the, a goody two shoes. I mean, I'm, the idea of you thinking I'm such somebody a follower. Yeah. thinks you're stealing. So I went up to the to the barista who was making my coffee and I said, This is gonna sound completely crazy. And if it does sound crazy, please just forget I said anything. But did Barry give you that bell and tell you someone was gonna steal it? And she goes, Yeah, he did actually. It just showed up here the other day in our mail and my manager wasn't sure what it was about and he said something about someone's gonna steal it but none of it made sense so we just sort of forgot about it (laughs) and i said well i'm that person and uh when you look away i'm gonna steal it and she said okay and then i did (laughs) so let's hear it again so when i get a right answer you'll do that and then what do we have for a buzzer you made a you made me a little I don't know. You jerry-rigged this for me. It's a little it's a little toy. Sounds like I, a little duck. I, if I hold it down, will it keep making the sound? No, it's only as... <laughs> I, uh, that is the sound <laughs> of like me going... Hunting. That is me going <laughs> into a little like toy that I got at a conference that you can record something for two seconds. You and got it at a back. conference. Oh, did you get it at a conference? I got it at a it's conference. It's in the shape of a microphone. I figured yes. it was from one of my conferences. No, I think I actually... I don't even think it was a conference. I think it was a little freebie from uh, when I was at the PR firm that they uh, were like they were getting rid of a bunch of old conference swag. But I think that this is the last time we'll be able to use that because you can tell that the battery is dying on it. Like that was me actually doing a buzzer in a high-pitched voice just because it's so slowed down when you play is it Is there out. no, can we not replace the battery? I don't think so. I think this is the last hurrah for that guy. It says open. Really? Oh, maybe you We just can. need a little tiny screwdriver. I wonder what you put in there. Looks like a triple A. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, this was battery talk. <laughs> this was buzzer, buzzer bell and battery talk. I mean, this is, I think, honestly, an improvement over white noise talk. 
Really? From last did week. Did that not work out well when you listen back to the show? It's We were literally talking about white noise. <laughs> okay. I don't know how else to, to explain that that's not interesting. You, you. Are we still in the intro? What's going on? <laughs> so we're going to do a quiz. You're going to play buzzers, bells, and batteries uh, as I successfully... You probably won't even play the buzzer because I'll get them all right. Sure. Um, and then also we, I guess, uh, I have some jingles, it looks like. From we got notes. a lot of jingles. Oh, nice. And we've got some commercials in the news. Oh, nice. Should we just begin with some commercials? in the news? Let's do it. We are a news show. Let's start with the top <laughs> That's stories. Right. Commercials in the news! Our, our hard-hitting news segments are how we maintain all of our fair use uh, <laughs> yeah. of, all these, of all the material we use. Otherwise, they'd sue us. It was for what? Yeah. You were telling me about this in the car the other day. Um, what? But you know me. I'm not a good listener. So this is the Coca-Cola thing? Yeah. And, and a shout out to my friend Jean-Paul who told me about this. Um, so in Brazil, um, there is a slur for gay men, typically gay men. Um, and that that is uh, in Spanish or I guess Portuguese it would be. Um, that cokes a Fanta. And it's the same way... Uh, and I apologize for saying this. It's just, it, you know, it's something like a slur like this. But like in an English-speaking country, they might say "lighten the loafers" mm. or "limp-wristed" or something. Mm. It's a slur. It's meant to say like, you know, that's he's not normal. He's gay. He, that coke. So you walk into a room, a you're like, oh, that coke's a Fanta. Yeah, mm. and I think it's meant to be. Uh, I don't want to say lighthearted because that's obviously not the right thing. But it's it's um, jocular. Let's say. So Coke did this really interesting thing, and I think this was a bold move. Um, they did a whole campaign up called This Coke's a Fanta, So What?, where they actually released cans of Coke in, that, in the Brazilian market that were, you know, red can, the red can of Coke, that had orange Fanta soda. <laughs> they own of, it? They own Fanta, yeah. That, Fanta is a brand that's, I guess, bought by Coke years ago, although they have a very separate marketing campaign. Um and they and then and it became this huge thing it like got uh, over a billion impressions on social media i mean it went super mega viral mm -hmm. um and it got all these people in brazil uh doing like social media posts like i'm a fanta and like you have all these guys like with a red shirt that they pull down and they have like a fanta logo <laughs> on their chest and it's just brazil real... seems like a pretty gay friendly country right no or do um, they have oppressive laws i don't know what the laws are i mean we think of brazil as permissive because of like carnival and because it's like so comfortable with nudity mm -hmm. but keep in mind it's like a very i mean that's where all the miss universes come yeah, from you know right. it's like a huge it's a very um heteronormative way of looking at sexuality is my impression mm -hmm. i should say which is based on probably like an episode of the simpsons right there or and something. one arnold schwarzenegger video of him in carnival yeah and like my one friend who i have on facebook who like goes to carnival every year mm. hey yolanda i know she's not listening um so so i so you're right like i don't really know what the what the laws are there um like anywhere where however permissive or friendly a culture is there will there's anti-gay sentiment and slurs mm -hmm. And so Coke did this really nice thing. And there's a video about the campaign. There's not a lot of... In fact, there's no English audio. Um, there is some subtitles. If you want to give it a play, we can just... It's like three minutes. We don't have to listen to the whole thing. Okay. And the, I'll just read the subtitles. The world is full of homophobic expressions. Sword swallower. Pillow biter. He plays for the other team. And in Brazil, essa coca e fanta. 
That Coke is a Fanta. For years, this expression has been used to make fun of homosexuals in Brazil. And you see like all these memes like, essa coca e fanta. It might look like an innocent joke, but it's not. These are people, yeah, go ahead. These sorry. are a lot of, um, I want to say Brazil, uh, Portuguese speakers, although it's sort of, I can't really tell the difference between Portuguese and Spanish. Um, just kind of talking about how it how it has felt, how it feels mm -hmm. like really, you know, uh, cruel and, and unkind to hear that. It looks like, yeah, like you said, this is also mixing in that kind of, tr I guess, trend or trope of using all kind of internet memes and mm -hmm. YouTube videos yes. and people talking directly to the camera. By the, the way, I can't believe I had to read YouTube. the words pillow biter on this podcast. I know. I'll beep it out. Do you want me to keep going with this? <laughs> it says, so Coca-Cola created a limited edition can. And then they show the, the orange Fanta pouring out. Isn't that really compelling? Yes. I mean, I love orange soda anyway. And I, <laughs> I like, um, and I kind of like, you know, like kind of fruity flavored sodas. But seeing that orange soda pour out of that can, not only is it a great, obviously, a social message. I'm mm -hmm. not trying to belittle that. But it also just like seeing that really makes you want to drink it too. Yeah. And it, like it generated all this merchandise like um, T-shirts and um you know this this woman who's uh, doing a little video is like they call her like the Brazilian Britney Spears mm. and it really it became a hit during carnival and it's just this really nice thing and they they apparently spent no money to advertise it they just did the thing and it went mm. it blew up so was it really like you before they started like doing things like making this video and explaining it did you really think you were buying a can of Coke and you got orange soda? I don't know what it was like for Brazilians, like how it was communicated to them. The, the, I feel like that would also piss people the off. The can actually says, this Coke is a Fanta, so what? Ah, right. So oh, right. Yeah, there's, okay. I mean, I don't know if it was like packaged right. separately okay, or set sense. up in a, you know, a display separately, but it wasn't a total surprise. Like I see. it was gotcha. written on the can. Gotcha. I just thought this is That's a, really nice. That's it's cool. really nice and it was apparently very effective. Like it's really changed, made a measurable difference in the culture. Um, and I think it's given in the same way that reclaiming any slur um, empowers people. It's mm -hmm. given people an opportunity to, if you know, if you hear that, to say, yeah, so what? Right. So yeah. anyway, thank you to my friend Jean Paul who told me about that. And good on you, Coke. Like, you know, Coke doesn't have to. I don't want to like pat Coke on the back too much. Like, they're 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 worried about their bottom line, uh, like every corporation. But you know, they can they can they can choose what fights to take on. And I think it's great that they took this one on, and in such a clever, um, thoughtful kind of uh, intrepid way. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, here in the states, Diet Coke is like, yeah, you could run a marathon. <laughs> Or just drink poison, just, whatever or, you or, like. Or just drink poison. <laughs> you give your hand to me, and then you say hello, and I can hardly speak. My heart is beating so. So 
So that's what you're calling the quiz. You don't know me. You don't know me. Or do I? Or do you? Do I? All right. So I am uh, turning everything over to you. We have plugged in your computer. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, ad counselors. I'm excited about this. Uh, I am now firing the audio. Uh, This is not my strength. (laughs) It's not my area of expertise. Um, Andrew, what I will do is tell you what the product is for. And and I apologize uh, since you're not looking at the commercials because mm-hmm. um, some of the like writing on the, you know, around the screen right. is like It'll identifies. Say Jennifer Garner yes. for oh, Capital One. Oh, damn it, one. you got one. Um, no. Uh, I the so, bell. So I'm only, <laughs> you didn't get one. So I'm only, I'm only, you're only hearing it um, and I won't try to describe it because I know you're trying to listen. Yeah, if we yeah, need to go over the, yeah. for the listener. This is for the, Hyundai uh, car. <laughs> oh my God! They uh, have they the Hyundai really, Elantra. Have they I don't the even know why I tried to get I, like. There's only one Hyundai. It's the Elantra. <laughs> have they released the 2019 Hyundai car yet? <laughs> I couldn't remember what it was for. All right, you ready? I'm ready. This. 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 What's better than this? <laughs> this. This, this, check it out. This, it doesn't get any better than this. I stand corrected. This is the 2017 Hyundai Elantra. Not just new, better. All right, the first uh, 15 seconds of that was me trying to (laughs) fiddle with the knobs. So uh, can you play it again? Yep, I'll give you a hint. Listen, the this part is obviously very repetitive and not super helpful. Listen for when uh, the voiceover gets a little, um, a little funnier. I a little guess. more animated. A little more animated. This. 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 What's better than this? <laughs> this. 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 What? Check it out. This. It doesn't get any better than this. I stand corrected. This is the 2017 Hyundai Elantra. Not just new, better. I would say I stand corrected is your is your sweet spot. Want to hear that with just that part? Sure. I'm I'm coming up with nothing here. I'm not even getting a I sense. I stand corrected. This is the 2017 Hyundai Elantra. I don't know. Do you want to take a guess? No, because I can't. I mean, at you got to take a guess because I've got to either ring a bell or hit a buzzer. Uh, at one point, I thought it might have been um, uh, uh, what's his name, Bojack Horseman, Will Arnett, but it's not Will Arnett. Um, is it Ron Howard? Nobody would recognize his voiceover. I know. I know it's not. <laughs> I know he's like the most famous voice. Is it Wilfred Brimley? Okay, I don't know. Let me give you a little hint. Let me. It's not really a hint. It's just okay. I'm just gonna give it away. All right. Hey, Paul. I'm Tane, your latest dancer. Oh. I can't wait to entertain you. Now, Tane, I can get into. Interesting. <laughs> All right. So that was Paul Rudd. Ah, uh, so I get a half a point because no. I did eventually get it. No, these I'm I've picked reveals that are very obvious. All right. Okay. Oh, damn. Can I hear that? Well, never mind. I'll listen to it again later. The, the listeners have already heard that a lot of that. Man, Paul Rudd. Yes. I didn't hear Hyundai. it. Son of a gun. All right. All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. Number two. Look at you saving money on your Medicare Part uh, Tina Fey. 
At Walgreens, we call that Tina Fey in a heartbeat. That is, she's doing a a commercial for Walgreens. You know what? And I did I know she was doing Walgreens stuff. Guess who's got two thumbs, speaks limited French, and hasn't cried once today? This moi. (laughs) Speaks limited French. (laughs) This moi. That's perfect. Um, Good job. You got you got one. Okay, so this is uh, out of five, right? Yeah, out of five. So let me keep score here. It's going pretty well one. with the fire in the audio. It's not too bad. What do you mean not too I'm, bad? I am obsessing in a way that audio people obsess. I think the next time we do this, we need an audio engineer in here to run the board for me. All right, number three. Yeah. You got you got Tina Fey. Good job. Okay. Remember your first bike? No. Your first real bike. Oh, so well, if it is an old BoJack Horseman, Will Arnett. Truck. The, I got it right. You did get it right. Oh, you know. I knew, oh, you, nice. I knew you would when you'd guessed it for the first one. Spill, spill some on my $3,000 suit. Come on. Come on. The guy in the, the $4,000 suit is holding the elevator, but the guy doesn't make that in three months. Come on. <laughs> oh, why don't I just take a whiz through this $5,000 suit? Come on. Hey, need a hand with that? No, well. I want to spill booze all over my fucking sixty-three hundred dollars suit. Come on! <laughs> oh, gob! How you make us laugh! Oh, I love him. Uh, okay, so, so two, I um, two to one. Two to one. So all if right. I get this next one right, you have I, a majority. I definitely have won the game. Yeah. If I get it wrong, it's going to game five. Yes. Right. Um, yes. There's just two more, right? All right. You ready? Yeah. Are you proud of me? I'm super proud Are you of you. Proud of me, mommy. This is Karen and Jeremiah. They don't know it yet, but they're going to fall in love. Get married, have a couple of kids, move to the country, and live a long, happy life together where they almost never fight about money. Matt Damon. Because right after they get married. Matt Damon! Matt Matt, darn Damon! Matt gall darn Damon. How right am I about everything? You want to hear how right you are? Yeah. Tell you this. I'm going to start... At an 11. <laughs> I'm going to take it to about a 15 real quick. <laughs> oh, if you have man. not seen Matt Damon as frothing at the mouth Brett Kavanaugh on SNL, you should see Worth it. seeing. Worth seeing. Um, All right, it's so good to laugh. You did very it well. It feels good to laugh. Oh, it feels so good to um, laugh. Okay, I so really I definitely... agonized about the uh, Matt Damon clip to use because there's the famous, like, uh, you know, where he, like, puts down the Harvard guy and Goodwill Hunting. Mm. Um, and I really—I don't know if I would have gotten yeah, that. Yeah, then I I've just never thought, seen like, that movie. Yeah, that's not really in your wheelhouse. So, although it's very famous, I don't mm-hmm. know that you would have recognized mm-hmm. it. You could have played the one where he says, "Show me the money." All right, this one's going to be tricky. I think I—I <laughs> I think I bookend. You're just going to roll right over that. That—that that he's not Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> I don't know. I was just thinking of a lot. Mad- a lot of people get them mixed up. <laughs> Uh, now I'm getting it. Now that I have officially won, now that I this al- is all gravy. I also considered using the puppet from um, the puppet oh, movie. Oh, America F, yeah. Uh, yeah, but what's the name of the real one? Team America, World oh, yeah. Police. Yeah. Matt Diamond. <laughs> I know. That's what I always think of, too, and then I feel bad about it. All right. Uh, what's Don't. The, what's the last one? All right. This is for uh, Faye. Is that how you say the yogurt? It looks like phage. I say yogurt. I don't know. I think it's Faye. Let me ask you this. 
Back to the debate that we had on the air and that we have in our real life all of the time. I really don't want to get into this right now. I just have a counter argument for you. So Genevieve, longtime listeners already know this. Uh, I do the grocery shopping. Genevieve always writes down yogurts on the grocery list. Um, and I've asked I want her not multiple to. yogurts, not a big thing of yogurt. But and it's now all, it's just two yogurts. But it's you. all yogurt. I've asked you many times just to write yogurt. I've threatened to not buy yogurt if you call it yogurt. I have, and yet empty threats because there's still some in the Because I'm a nice guy. You and uh, even one You're of you're teaching a, me not to listen to you. One of your uh, one of our listeners also bullied me by writing in and saying you were right and I'm wrong. Let me ask you this. If I were to get like a um, six pack of Coke, would you say Cokes? I wouldn't. I wouldn't find that to be wrong. If I was getting a couple of small things of milk, would you say, "Hey, pick up some milks"? Definitely, because how you else would, write, would you know to you get multiple milks? Mil- well, you would write milks on the grocery list. If there was multiple containers, because in what circumstance would you buy milks? Like, okay, here. Well, I can tell you. Oh this. no, I'm taking I'm taking little Timmy's class to the zoo. I need twenty milks. Well, I will tell you this. Okay, can you get me can you get me milk for Timmy's class going to the zoo? How much? How many milks do you need? Well, then here's what we need to do because often, are we pouring it out of one big gallon? Are they bringing their own cups? Often we buy Coke Zero in this house, and I've never once seen Coke Zeros on the list, and I never buy it in a, it's in a one Coke's big. It's Coke Zero. Okay, Coke Zero. I've never seen that. I've never seen Lacroix. It's always get Lacroix. The X is automatically. Uh, uh, you know, okay. Uh, from now on, though, you need to es- not specify everything. Like, um, if we are getting, uh, if, if we're getting, certainly, if we're getting Coke Zero, it needs to be Coke's Zero from now on. Otherwise, I'm going to get a, a, a giant liter of it. Okay. And ev- everything else along those lines. Do you think I won't do this? Do you think I won't bring home two liters of Coke that will go bad after uh, an hour? Yes, I do think you won't do that. Watch me. What's the last one? I love some brinksmanship. All right. Last one is his Faye yogurt. And this one I would say is um, the second toughest. There are some people who say it's the best yogurt they've ever tasted. Oh, it's... um. He played Jesus in The Last Temptation of Christ. Yes, his he did. His name is... Actually, he's got a name that is so close to a normal name, but it's off by one letter. Yeah, it's almost plural. I'll totally give pluralized. this to you. All right. How, how does this help? few seconds. This place was Armageddon. Uh, that was a firefight! <laughs> <laughs> it's driving me crazy that I can't think of his name. Um, uh, the, I don't think I should get a full point for this. This is You definitely know this. Oh, Defoe. Willem, Willem Defoe. Willem Defoe. Willems. Yes, Defoe, and that, that there was a firefight quote is um, probably not his most famous thing, but no. is our favorite thing from... Um, Oh, what's that dumb movie? Um, it is Boondock, Boondock Saints, Saints, and this is my other favorite scene from that movie. What's the symbology there? Symbology? I'm sure the word you were looking for was symbolism. What is the symbolism there? I used to love that movie, and now I find that movie unwatchable, except for Willem Dafoe's part. And by yeah. the way, I did end up getting Willem Dafoe without the help of the internet, so I will take the full point there, just for the record. Um, good. We didn't have to use the dying duck <laughs> hardly you at did, all. You Only did one. very well. I was Four really nervous coming out of the gate. I'm actually a little bit damp under the armpits. <laughs> I'm not even joking because that first one, and I know from Paul Rudd, yeah. but Paul Rudd is also kind of a bland voice. He just sounds like a white guy. Yeah. I was. I thought even, I knew you'd get Tina Fey. Um, I thought that the Will Arnett one 
might be a little bit tricky because he's sort of doing he's not doing one of his like big characters right, you know right. like he's doing kind of more like normal dude um, and I am really impressed that you got Willem Dafoe thank you very much I will take it and Matt Damon honestly. Matt Damon yeah no I, I could I just it's like it's a gift you do have a gift it is just a, I think we have to acknowledge it we have to acknowledge it sorry I was just uh, stalling because I felt like I should get some applause <laughs> It goes on for quite some time, so if you want, maybe we could just kind of get into this. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words they're saying. Only the echoes of my mind. All right, now I have not looked at the show sheet below um, below commercials in the news because I didn't want to spoil the uh, the quiz segment for myself, and also I. I'm kind of like Garfield. I'm allergic to work. Right. Um, well, so you, you have done the show sheet for a couple of weeks <laughs> in a row, so it was sort of my turn. So what do you got? What are they writing in about? Well, the first thing I want to talk about is from listener Danny, which was posted to the Facebook page. And mm-hmm. I need a ruling on this from you, whether it is a hoax. Oh, okay. Um, this, it, according right. to Danny, all right. he says, real product developed by a colleague's cousin, which is the ultimate urban legend. And my colleague's cousin knew a person who ran into Bill Murray on the street and Bill Murray punched him in the face and he said, You'll never be- they'll never believe you. Right. right. It's always your colleague's cousin. So Danny posted a commercial yes. on Facebook? So I want you to play it. It's right there. It's for a product called Farm Pit and it is for allegedly an organic deodorant. And what you're going to hear is a guy talking. He's like wearing overalls with no shirt. He has like giant lettuce leaves underneath his armpits, like strung around his arms and hanging under his armpits. And then he's talking about how organic his new deodorant is. Some people spend their whole lives looking for that perfect organic deodorant. I know I did. Here's organic deos. There's natural deos. Hell, there's even natural deos with organic ingredients. The amount of bullshit will make your head spin. If you're like me, you want an organic deodorant that cuts that bullshit. A deodorant that's simply more organicer. Well, that's why I created Farm Pit. The road to create the perfect organic deodorant wasn't easy. So I should just say, I mean, this is clearly a joke, at it's least. It's meant to I be mean, funny, the, the regardless of whether it's real. Instead, of, he takes out a can of dip to like kind of put, you know, like chewing tobacco, but instead it's like little pieces of broccoli little that block, he takes Little broccoli uh, florets. And he puts that in his mouth and is chewing, and now he's getting angry at his, it looks like his leaf lettuce. To create the perfect organic deodorant wasn't easy. Gosh, did it! I was told it couldn't be done. I was told it'd be hard. But it was worth it in the end. And then he digs up, up with and that he, he pulls up some stick. roots and plants and hanging off the bottom you know of them are cans, are these, you know, cans of deodorant. Okay. Made with only five simple, high-quality ingredients. These sticks are aluminum-free, paraben-free, propylene-free. And now you're in actually fact, seeing the product. They're totally chemical-free. Allegedly. Our is so organic. You can eat it. And then he took it takes a bite of what is allegedly you put deodorant. Anything on you, you wouldn't put in you, would you? We believe the decision to purchase farm pit shouldn't be a lifestyle change. Because frankly, we don't give a damn what you do, where you do, who you do. Damn it! It's the 21st century. 
But if USDA certified food safe organic DOs fit in your lifestyle, we got you covered. The only bullshit here stuck in my boots. I'm JR. Drop four pits. From farm to underarm is their tagline. Farm pitch. So, okay, so I was a little confused before. So clearly the commercial is meant to be funny, not yes. unlike those uh, those poop stool commercials. Totally what I'm thinking stuff, of. Right? Yeah. It's very reminiscent in sort of its homemadeness and its over-the-top silliness of the, um, the what is the poop stool? Um, that's the uh, squatty potty. potty. But there's another one that actually is that the squatty potty one where like the unicorn yes. poops out. Okay, that's for squatty potty. I think so. Okay. Um, and it's uh, and and you know it's very sort of homemade looking, rel- you know, relative to other kinds of commercials. Mm-hmm. When you go to the website for Farm Pit, it just says like it does have the the logo and everything, but it just says like coming soon or something. Mm. Um, so it doesn't look like you can buy it yet. Um, yeah, it's not on Amazon. No, um, but could it be something that you know, like, is a real thing or is being kickstarted or something? I mean, there's there's a huge now that you can like kickstart anything. It's like there's a there's a very wide gray area between real and fake. I, I, how did you even find the website? Like, if if this is it, a real product, they have terrible SEO. Yeah, if you go to the to the link that where the video was, yeah. there's a link below that. But that see the can... the fact that I mean, listen, once it, it was clear that like, oh, the, this is one of those companies that is trying to if be you go funny. Farmpit.io. Um, I see farmpit.io. You know, yeah, farmpit.io. Obviously, <laughs> I mean, it just seems. I mean, it definitely seems like a real product that they're trying, you know, like they're trying to be like kind of a disruptor, kind of clearly aimed at the same types of people that I don't know, untuck it. And but again, more like you were saying the squatty potty and all that kind of stuff with this off the wall campaign that'll go viral. You know, you get the earned media that way. Um, I'm going to say I think think that it actually is going to be a product that they are developing but i think that their seo is terrible yes well a little bit what do you think what do you think i guess that's my so here's the website you're looking at it now. yeah and it says you know i think you just said this like i can give them my email address and then they'll notify me when it's ready to launch yeah i think this is a startup that is trying to get um uh trying to get more just word of mouth. Word of mouth and trying to create buzz before they release the product. They're hoping this goes viral. I don't find it. I mean, I don't. Listen, Danny, your cousin sounds great or whatever. It's, it's his colleague's cousin. You're, the most reliable source. Dude, your colleague's cousin. Your colleague's cousin sounds amazing. Um, <laughs> um, I'm looking at where. I'm actually now Googling. Sorry. I, I get like I'm a dog with a bone. Now I'm, I'm Googling their address, which is 804 4th Avenue Drive. And you're doing a street Northwest view. Northwest in Hickory. Um, and now I'm going to do a street view, see like, what is this at? Is this address a home? Looks it looks like the address is a home. Yeah. So that's somewhat questionable. But at this point, you probably are running it out of your home. Right. Um, it has the home. Zoom actually, in and see if you can see any deodorant. I don't see any deodorant. I do see that they have um, this particular house does have a uh, a ramp for a wheelchair to go up and down. Um, so that's that's a clue. Sorry, I've been listening to a, a mystery podcast all day. I listened to like three episodes of it. So now I just want to like clue. Right. Find the clues. Find the clues. Connect it all together. Um, I got to say this Google search of just like a random house somewhere in like, you know, an old school looking neighborhood doesn't necessarily 
make me feel better about the company. But I just think that I think it's something that they are going to try to do. They're trying to be a startup. They're trying to go viral. I find this kind of stuff annoying in a way that I can't really explain. Somehow, like these kinds of like we want to go viral campaigns are the 2017 and 2018 version of the viral videos people would make for proposals, surprise proposals to their fiancés mm-hmm. or moonwalking up the aisle and suddenly right. everybody a, in the queue is a choreographed dance yeah, for your like, wedding. Yeah, like, you know, I was done with that shit pretty early on and I couldn't, like, um, I could never really exactly explain why that stuff turns me off. But these types of things turn me off, too. And maybe it's just because it seems so odd. Like, one person did something clever once and now everybody else wants to be the next whatever right Dirty, like look we swear and we're off the wall and yeah. you know I, I don't know i didn't find this very compelling yeah what was there was one that where someone it was someone did like a where they they swore it was like a cookbook it was like oh oh yeah 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 like, yeah and that was that was definitely and and that and, edged over into a cultural appropriation. Absolutely, it was like yeah, these white people who are doing like the, the, the some sort of a like I don't think they said ghetto, but it was basically along those lines, yeah. which is bullshit. Um, I'm also thinking of the commercial like for hymns that mm-hmm. we were just playing not all that long ago. They're a again kind of a disrupty kind of startup that they say they're for like men's health, but essentially they're. You know, a new brand of Viagra, essentially, because the at best they're probably just a bunch of useless herbs and spices. Maybe they are. Boy, boy, that's something that KFC should think about. (laughs) (laughs) Eat our chicken, get a boner. Um, Anyway, yeah. So I say that they really are making a go for it, and I'm annoyed by it. How about that? All right, I I consider that a, a valid ruling. Okay, cool. Should I hit the judge's hammer one more time? Sure. All right. And now what time is it? Um, well, we started a little after seven. Oh, my God. It's jingle time. Head council, it's jingle time. Well, thank you again to everyone who has called in and left jingles. We have a, a wealth of jingles, uh, minus a few false starts. <laughs> I, I see uh-huh. you. I see you out there. Oh yeah. Um, this one is from listener Nate, and it's for a, a commercial that was certainly not familiar to me, not being from around here. But it's a kind of a local ad that I think will uh, sound familiar to anyone who grew up in this area. Uh, why don't I let Nate take it away? Hello, Genevieve and Andrew. This is listener Nate from Tacoma, and here is my jingle for you. Happy carpet stores. No better place to buy your floors. You'll love Abbey Carpet. A Pacific Northwest local one there with an interesting twist. Hmm. When I was in college, my wife lived in the same dorm room as the youngest of the Abbey Carpet sisters. Oh, sure. Whose name was Annie. So Thanks a lot. Love the show. When Nate Adios. mentioned that and I had not tracked down the original, I was like, so what? I don't know what that means. It's Abbey Carpets, by the way, in case you couldn't hear it. Abbey Carpets. But I'm going to have you play this. This isn't the original commercial, but it is the audio, I think, from the original commercial. It's just like a little set of, I think the girls are drawn in. But I think what it is is that the Abbey, the daughters of Mr. and Mrs. Abbey, whoever they were, the daughters of the owners of Abbey Carpets, uh, were tasked with singing this song. And it probably became kind of known. So I think one of these girls must be Annie. 
and she would have been the roommate or the flatmate of uh, Nate's wife. Abbey Carpet Stores, no better place to buy your floors. You'll love Abbey Carpet <laughs> and Floor. I love it. Yeah, they actually are harmonizing. Yeah, that's pretty great. It wow. also, I saw, I found that it made a list of like most hated ads from my youth. And I was what? like, God. People are so angry. Take your meds. After I just went on like a 400 hour rant that's about true. people making funny viral commercials. Um, all right, looks like we got one Thank from you, Nate. Craig here as well. Does yes. this need any setting up? Uh, does this need any setting up? Um, no, Nate will, I'm uh, sorry, uh, Craig will set it up. Should we ask Nate if he could set up Craig's Nate, can voice? you set this up for us? <laughs> Nate, I understand you have a clip. <laughs> Want to set that up? This is Craig from Covington, Washington. I'm singing the 1993 Coca-Cola commercial. Never there's a pool, there's always a flirt. Whenever there is school, there'll always be homework. Whenever there's a beat, there's always a drum. Whenever there's sun, there's always Coca-Cola, yeah. Always Coca-Cola. Sun will always shine, the birds will always sing. As long as there is thirst, there's always the real thing. Coca-Cola Classic is always the one. Whenever there is fun, there's always Coca-Cola, yeah. <laughs> I love the little touches. Craig is. I know I'm not supposed to mouth to along with the words because I got in trouble for that last <laughs> week, listener. But I do like to mouth along. Uh, no, there was that was a technical issue. Um, but uh, first of all, here's the thing. I want to break this down. First of all, Craig Craig comes in mm-hmm. sounding really low energy. Sure. He's gonna like, hi, I'm Craig. I'm being forced to do this. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna sing it. But I liked his setup. He's like. It was almost like karaoke or something, or like an open mic. He's just like, I'm Craig. This is what I'm singing. I kind of like that. And talk about dedication. Yeah. Um, He sings the whole thing. He's got the flourishes. And he has his own backing track in there. Did you hear that? Could you hear that in the background? Was it for real? Yes. At first, I couldn't tell. But then near the end, you could hear it. He was like playing the audio off his phone and singing along with it, which I love. That's great. I love it. Also, do you remember that Coca-Cola song? I remember it vividly. Like when he was singing it. Uh, and I was first listening to it, I was immediately transported to this song, which I thought was a was great it little jingle. 90s? It seemed it was like the, a 90s it was like the early to me. To, it, it played for years, but it was, I think, released in 93. Oh, my God. I love... You pulled a video of this on YouTube, and it was taken off of somebody's VCR, and you can still see the big play button up yeah. in the top. I love that so gosh darn much. <laughs> about this too don't worry i'll let it go everybody calm down craig (laughs) don't be mad um i more evidence i think craig might have been singing this off his phone is this is set up almost like a karaoke video where the lyrics are like dynamic text on the screen so i like that Uh, craig you've just really won me over
question on you. This is out of the goddamn blue. Okay. What brand are you most surprised is no longer around? Oh, um... And I'll tell you, I'll give you a moment. I'll blab and explain why this came to me. So I'm watching the lyrics of the song. I'm listening to them. And they, they're basically saying there will always be birds singing in the sky and there will always be sunshine. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking. Just before yeah. we knew about climate change. And I was going to make a climate change joke. And then, um, and then they say there will always be Coca-Cola. And then I thought, wouldn't it be weird if we saw the, if we lived in a world, if before we die, right. somehow Coca-Cola goes under. Now, I don't think that'll ever happen. I got to say Lehman Brothers. it's just held up as like the oh it didn't have to go under in the crash i don't want to i would wonder if you'd end up on this one too the one for me when i'm thinking about my youth and the brands that just seem so iconic kmart is there no kmarts kmarts oh i've got my answer okay toys r us oh yeah which that one is kind of a kind of a crime. Like it didn't need to go under. Oh, Kmart still exists. Yeah, I was gonna say I've just but I I've been to one it. in the last really few years. I, oh, that's right. There I bought that, a puzzle there. There was that one in L.A. where we'd go puzzle shopping. <laughs> you know what I do? That's we a lead, true story. We lead rich full lives. Um, well, they were sexy puzzles. They were adult puzzles. Um, you had Kmart. to buy them. They were only on the top shelf. <laughs> yeah, Kmart does exist. I'm. I guess I'm an idiot. I think that they were in some major trouble though a while back, mm-hmm. and I think they maybe did a huge restructuring. And I think they probably they, have, yeah. I have think done they like, like they that. cut down big time on the amount of stores, but Kmart does still exist. So I'll I tell guess you a brand I that I'm surprised still is, exists is Sears. Yes, because they were in similar company, yes. right? They were also one that uh, was going on. I guess I'll have to go with um, Gold Circle. <laughs> did you have gold circles growing up? No, it might have been more. Is that of an like Ohio a Circle K? Thing. No, it was like a department store. Oh, now yeah. I'm just like flailing because I thought K- Kmart was my answer, and then Kmart doesn't. You know what? I'm going to say Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, did we have more emails, emails, and the like? No, I think that's good for now. All right. Well, then uh, let's get out of here. You can sell anything. All right, thanks for doing all the work today, Veeves. How can people sing us their songs? They can call us at 607-444-5597. 607-444-5597. Of course, uh, we are on Facebook. When I say we, it's more of the, what's the opposite of the royal we? It's right. more like Genevieve. More like a you. It's more, more like, like a, a YP. It's more like you're on Facebook. More like a YF. And, and uh, after these messages is on Facebook. I'm actually technically back on Facebook as we speak, but I will Are be you off secret? by the end of the night. No, what happened was it was, we have, for work, we had to set up an event and somebody's like, okay, we need to promote it with a Facebook event. So I had to yeah. reactivate and I had like a Did you and Luke draw straws? Uh, no, that was never a question. <laughs> uh, no, we didn't. <laughs> In life, funny, we did. Funny you should ask. And no. <laughs> anyway, look for After These Messages show on Facebook. And uh, uh, it is a fun, vibrant community. And I do miss it. And Genevieve is there. It is and then, fun. And then we have our uh, email address. After These Messages show at gmail.com. Oh, hey, can I just plug my other show? Why the hell not? Yeah, right? do it. It's the end of the show. Um, so me and Hannah Brooks Olson, a friend of mine, uh, just launched a new podcast all about cleaning. It's really and, good. Uh, 
Thank you. We're both uh, we're both obsessed with cleaning, and we just dropped our second episode uh, yesterday. It's called Spotless. Make sure you look for the spotless with me and Hannah. There's an old one floating around like a ghost ship uh, that has nothing to do with us. But uh, I will tell you this. Somebody sent us in a tip on how to remove gum from carpet. Yeah. And it was, I thought, a very intriguing idea. And we tested it out live on the air. We put gum into carpet samples, and we tested this theory out on the air. And it's not an ice cube, by the way. Some people think it's an ice cube. It's way better than that. And... It blew my mind. Yeah. It blew my it is pretty, goddamn it, it mind. Was, when I came home, I was amazed. You came home to find me and Hannah being like, Genevieve, Genevieve, look at the carpet. Look at our carpet. Look at our carpet. Yeah, but it was cool. <laughs> so anyway, it's called Spotless. You can uh, find the show on, uh, there's a website called spotlesspod.com. Uh, but if you just sign up for Spotless, the one with me and Hannah Brooks Olson on iTunes, uh, give it a go. You might like it. All right. Thanks for letting me do that, Veeves. Yeah, Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Nope. No plugs. <laughs> All right. Uh, everybody, we will talk to you next Tuesday. I'm Shiv Kumar Batalvi. I'm complex. I'm Sahir Ludhyanvi. I'm complex. I'm Abrar Alvi. I'm complex. I'm Guru Dutt. I'm complex. I'm complicated. I'm complex. I'm River Phoenix. I'm complex. I'm Bottled Water. I'm complex. I'm five out of eight computers on a scale of computers. I'm complicated. I'm complex. I'm intelligence in the age of the internet where you're as smart as how quickly you can use your smart Phone, I'm comp- Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon.